a.m. I'm your host as always, John J. Ransom Futrell. Um, today's episode is about failure and does failure exist? Um, this is probably going to be the most long-winded episode I'm probably going to have um, unless I, you know, interview someone or co-host with someone. Um, but what is failure and does it exist? Well, I think for me personally, the best way I can explain that is by explaining kind of my life or my journey. Um, so, you know, I grew up in a single parent household. Uh, and, you know, my family's originally from uh, North Carolina. So, nobody ever went to college or anything like that. Um, everyone, well, went to college and completed college. Um, it's like being raised around around a bunch of hard workers with their own problems and their own issues. Um, and kind of sitting there and saying I'm different. Always feeling like you're different. Um, sitting in a room and perhaps it's more ego than anything. Um, but I guess you could say the journey started at probably three and a half, four when, uh, my uncle taught me how to spell my full name, and uh, I learned how to do multiplication at like three and a half, four. And then, you know, from about age six to 13, I would play basketball every day. Like, that was my dream. Um, but at the same time of playing basketball, the opposite end of that spectrum was I would write every day. I would write songs and verses. It made no damn sense, but I would just write and write and write until it eventually started making sense. Um, around, I want to say 16 or 17, I lost my passion for the basketball. Um, I loved it, but due to organized sports and a whole bunch of other factors, I kind of like just lost the passion for it. And there was a shift. Because at the same time when I was playing basketball, I was getting like B's, C's, and D's in high school. Um... I masqueraded myself as being unintelligent or fear of being intelligent or appearing intelligent. Um, I had this anxiety about it. Actually, I still kind of have the anxiety. Like, I really don't like attention to a certain extent. I can deal with it and tolerate it now because I've learned to cope with it, but I couldn't stand it. So going back to what I was saying, the mission kind of changed. Like, it, my dream stopped being about becoming this famous basketball player and, you know, all the typical things that, you know, television influences you with and, you know, all these stories. So, like, and around this time, I think I was, you know, I was like 16. Um, I was, you know, I had a job at the time or gained a job. So I was working, but I would be in a library every day reading any and everything, writing. And it, and it became a thing where I would take songs I've never heard. And songs I have heard, and I would literally write, I would rewrite the songs in my in my version. 
So I'll write five to 20 verses a day. Um, them D's I had in high school, I raised them to B's or C's. Um, and, you know, it was kind of like, just to stop it right there for a second. It's kind of like, because I didn't, you know, continue pursuing you know basketball because I lost my passion is that me quitting or failing or failing you know and it's like I'm thinking about it now and perhaps I could have stayed stronger and persevered through it but would have been worth it going against you know my passion and my soul so from there um um and the reason I even did it to be honest be 100% honest was because Around that time period, nobody around me was a published author that I knew. No one had took that route. So it's like, when you don't, for me, it's like almost like traveling a new frontier. It's a new notch on the belt, even though it wasn't my overall dream. I love to write, but it wasn't specific. I mean, even to this day, like, I love to write. Like, I love to write, and I've been doing it for years. But that's not really what I'm totally passionate about. I love the process more than anything. I love the building up. I love the, you know, psychological aspects or or the the feeling of emotion or bringing emotions to other people. So after publishing my first book and, you know, after the first book, another shift kind of happened for me. Everything became about money to a certain extent like I was working three jobs and going to school full time um so my GPA dropped to I think like a 2.8 or something like that just because I didn't really have the time to do what I was supposed to do then I lose my uncle um now this hit hard because it was the first time I've ever seen people in my family close like my immediate immediate family on my mother's side cry like and I mean cry cry like it was it was ridiculous. And, you know, the crazy shit about that is, is like, how do you emotionally deal with all that and have to be the rock for everyone? Like, it's almost like it, it's like I kind of sucked up all my emotions and kind of was like, OK, I have to deal with this, you know, and it was a hard, hard time, like you know, hard time, man, like, I, I can't even really explain it, like, it was the craziest shit, I think, I, at that time period, I dealt with, and, um, one of the things that stood out to me was, uh, I actually, you know, obviously, I was at that funeral, and I spoke at the funeral, and I read a poem that I wrote for my uncle, and something that stuck with me, and all throughout my life is, I was criticized for how fast I wrote, or I read the poem, um, and that was really like my first time really speaking in front of people and, and really letting anyone not read what I wrote, but I was reciting or, or read it. And the criticism hit me hard. Like it, it was one of those things where it was just like, yo, damn, like I wrote this for him. I mean, it wasn't, you know, but after that goes on, I publish a second book and age anxiety starts to set in. I start thinking about where am I at in my life? Um, and, you know, I had all these lofty expectations for where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. And for the first time, it kind of hit me full fledged. I was kind of like, yo, okay, what, what the hell am I going to do? Long story short, give my associates, 
go off to get my bachelor's and I start doing videos, studying it, um, studying animation, studying different type of filmographers, motionographers, and doing all these things, and doing graphics and all this shit. Um, and once again, doubt it. Doubted and criticized, and I'm like, damn, like I'm just starting. Like, give me, you know, just give me a little bit, give me a little bit of time, and it fueled me. I mean, and it still fuels me to this day. And not, not so much the doubters and haters and naysayers. The criticism fueled me to become better. Um, but I'm also one of them people with emotional intelligence, so I can tell when it's genuine criticism. And when it's someone that just is being negative about, you know, whether it's me or other people, I, you can kind of tell hearing and tone of their voice or the way they say things. Um, so between uh, me quitting basketball, me losing my best friend, hell, even me losing my uncle, and now, you know, Going into a different medium or element and not getting the responses that you want immediately is almost like those are major things um, psychologically. So then I go from age anxiety of what I'm going to do to success anxiety. How am I going to be successful? Like, what do I need to do? And during that time period, I was very much so fueled by haters and naysayers. Um, it wasn't even about the criticism. It was about the haters and naysayers more than anything. So I started doing music. Um, that's another avenue. But once again, like everything I've done in my life was about living my dream and my passion and going with what I felt with or what I felt was the correct path I should be taking. Even, even though, you know, mistakes I've made, everything has been about how I felt or learning from whatever it is I was going through. Instantly started doing music. Um, especially in my town. Doubted by a lot of my peers. Um, and it's one of the things where. I can't really say is. Haters is just that. And I think it's like this anywhere. Especially in a small town. It's like. There's a fraternity of people that do. Specific things and people. Uh specifically expect people to fit into certain boxes and I'm just not that person I never have been and I never will be so you know motivated by haters I, I go off I do from 2013 to 2014 and a lot of these doubters and haters at the time period were close to me some still are and you know it it's kind of crazy when I think about it now how I let it affect me but um, from 2013 to 2014, I'll go ahead and I do 30 EPs. 30. So if you do the math, right? 30 EPs. So that's damn near, that's a little bit more than, what? Two per month? Somewhere in between there. And I guess more, it's definitely more than 30, but around 30. And I'm talking about the ones that were just released. So I, and then 2014, um, I think March of 2014, I get signed to a, a boutique label. Um, yeah, I get signed to a boutique label. So it was kind of like, okay, yeah, I proved myself, blah blah blah. 
all this hard work. But the problem was is that I wasn't looking beyond that. I was looking to get into that, get to that point. And once again, you know, you get to that point and people don't see any type of financial success or, mater- or materialistic success. And you feel like a failure because these people don't understand how much, you know, they're affecting you energy wise. Like it's not about what they're saying, it's their energy. And they don't realize how detrimental they are to whatever it is you're trying to do. So it was like this happens. And then like a month later, yeah, like a month and a half later, I lose my girlfriend who we were off and on for like six or seven years, which being off and on, that should have been a, a sign right there. And then lose my grandfather. Craziest shit happened in my life. Complete shift. Everything I wanted to do became second to what my family needed. Everything. Like all these plans and things I had. You know, I started a, uh, I was starting a, a sneaker company. That went out the window. I started a cologne and perfume. I actually had them made and everything. That kind of went out the window. I mean, there's other factors that went with it, but I'm throwing it all on myself. You know, that went out the window. I started a hat company. I was starting to do clothes. All that went out the window. Everything took a back seat. Like, I think for like the first time in almost two years, two and a half years, in about, I want to say, yeah, probably like three months off of not making any music at all. Um, and I went into kind of like a small depression, but there was no time to grieve. You know, like I wrote the program for my grandfather's funeral. I delivered a speech once again but the shift was instead of being criticized after the speech i actually got a full round of applause so it was interesting that shift that happened within my life and i'm saying all this and i'm getting to a very important part so pardon me you know but um so go through all that um lose a lot basically put the obligations to label behind all that because I, I just emotionally couldn't cope and around yeah so two months so my grandfather passed in june around the end of august i started making music again on a whole another path whole another mindset um and meantime in between time all this shit happening i owned six websites i was pushing and doing content six websites barely sleeping doing all these things with a total of, I think, maybe five to 6,000 views in total of all my websites within the first year of me creating them, with me pushing and marketing. And, you know, do all that, and kind of life starts hitting you. So I start writing out my life goals. What is it specifically I want to do? And I'm not hitting the goals like I wanted to damn near failing so now success anxiety is kicking in again i'm like yo what the fuck do i have to do to be successful um so what ends up happening is i start reevaluating how i'm just looking at everything slow down a little bit and really work on a, a foundation and i'm still to be honest with you to this day i'm still working on the foundation um i have music prepared i have all these things prepared and instead of running six websites i'm actually running five and started a new one um so I took down two and, and put out another one. Uh basically published two more books. 
have multiple EPs and a possible album ready and start this podcast. I have a pretty decent following on social media. I wouldn't call it crazy. It's, you know, a decent one. People that are genuinely uh, interested in my work. Some that even, you know, message me or hit me up or tell me I inspire them. And I'm only 28. Like, I'll be 29 in December. So, I say that to say this. I'm still passionate about what I do. My anxieties become less. Even with failed business ventures. Losing people close to me. Losing friends. People constantly doubting or naysaying or hating or whatever you want to call it. People constantly pointing in my face. I'm not the multimillionaire. Hell, not even six figures. I'm not this crazy success that you see on TV. I'm not this, you know, this guy that's materialistically in this realm. But am I a failure? My answer to that is, how can I fail something I'm still doing? I'm still living my dreams. I'm still passionate. Even with people doubting me, even with people not believing, even with people that are quote-unquote partners that don't believe, or haven't believed, I should say, and probably aren't working as hard as I am, but I'm still going, I'm still passionate. So if I'm still going, if I'm still passionate, how can I be a failure? As long as you're still going, no matter what happens, no matter what losses you take, you can never be a failure. Failure only exists within your mind. There's no such thing as failure. Believe in yourself and live your dreams. I could say more. I can go into this technically sound way of explaining failure and define it and all these other things. But I think with that story, you get the point. Failure only exists within your mind. You are are as successful as you want to be. You're right where you need to be. Live your dreams regardless of whatever you gain from it. Because eventually, something will come of it. Something will come of it. I put my life on that. Keep living your dreams. Peace and love. Once again, this is John J. Ransom Futurell from 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. Another episode will be coming tomorrow. But I felt that I need to kind of put it out there. At least aspects of my life. That's not everything. By far. Like, there's a lot of shit that was left out in between them. But what I want to say is this. Work as hard as you can. And if you're still doing it, you haven't failed at anything. Peace and love. Damn,